Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Reach or miss, episode 148. Hey, my riches, this is Hayut, and it's great being here. My guest today, Dr. Ai, decided to resign her job as a university professor and become an entrepreneur, founded her entrepreneurship school without walls. I found her story fascinating. First, because the unique person she is. Second, because she advises any entrepreneur to get to know their customers better in advance. Dr. I tells in the interview how she started her business within four months, but needed to change the name of her program afterwards because she found out it was the name she thought parents want and not what they really needed in order to join the program. And it's important, because the question how to start pops up all the time, and because there are many mistakes regarding attracting your customers that you can easily skip. We recently prepared the how to start free cheat sheet with the seven initial essentials for entrepreneurs. You can go to the richomis.com website to the show notes of this interview and download it for free. Dr. I. Addison Zhang is an educator and entrepreneur. She received her MA and PhD in communication from Syracuse University and the University of Maryland in the U.S. I. is the founder of Classrooms Without Walls an independent and progressive school that helps young adults become future-ready. She is also an Adobe Education leader, HubSpot Academy instructor, and Sam Rush webinar host. I's work has been featured in Forbes Inside Higher Education, Pearson Education, and Mark Schaefer's book, among others. I host two weekly live streaming shows in which she interviews thought leaders in social media and education, such as Seth Godin, Mark Schaefer, and Neil Patel. She frequently speaks at academy and industry conferences, including VidCon, Global Marketing Day, Global Digital Marketing Summit, Social Media Week Lima, and others. Let's meet Dr. Ai. Dr. I, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. So honored. It is my honor and it's great. And I just learned about you because I heard a very, very, very warm recommendation that I must have you on my show. So here you are. And I'm looking forward to hear all you have to tell us. I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now, and I would like you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? 
Yeah, so I used to be a counselor. I taught in higher education in quite a few different universities in the United States for more than 10 plus years. I taught communication, public relations, but later as social media became really popular, so I started to teach more social media personal branding classes. And uh, but last year in May 2019, I resigned oh. from my associate professor position hmm. to embark an audacious journey, which is to build my own school. And uh, that is what I'm working on right now. Wow, it sounds fantastic, your own school. What does it mean? <laughs> So and I think uh, you asked me how I got started on this journey. And uh, it, after teaching uh, in higher education for so many years, I really started to notice how our educational system was not really preparing our children for the future. Okay. So pretty much we are using an old, very old model to prepare our children for the future. And that hurts me as an educator. I don't want to see that. And uh, I love learning, I love reading, and uh, I feel like I cannot have a solution (laughs) for this problem. I feel like I can better prepare the next generation based on what I have learned from my personal experience as an educator, um, from the books I read, and from the podcasts I listened to, the conferences I attended, the people I worked with. So, yeah, and there are many important missing links in our education that are not being emphasized in the traditional educational system. Like, for example, digital storytelling, right? Our ability to talk to the camera, to talk to a computer, to engage in a podcast interview, to clearly articulate ourselves in the digital age. To me, that is as important as reading, as writing, as sports, but our children are not learning. And even for the students who are in social media classes, who are in marketing classes, who are in communication classes, they don't know. They are mainly using social media, for example, as a passive means to consume content. They haven't learned how to use digital devices, for example, to build a personal brand, for example, to launch a podcast, Hmm. to to host a live streaming show, and to network, to share content, to share their story, to inspire others, to create a movement. They don't know. Hmm. They are only using technology at a very superficial level. Uh, level. So those are some of the reasons, and I can go on and on to talk about the issues, but that's how I kind of uh, got started and or inspired to build a better school, to teach our children to have the essential skills that they need to become successful in the 21st century. Wow. And um, you're talking about children and students as well, or only children? Which age are you talking about? So <laughs> I'm mainly, uh, um, my experience uh, is mainly uh, in working with uh, children kind of in high school yeah. 
and college age. Okay. So between 17 to 22 years old. Does it have connection to what you called a high school without walls or school without walls? It's the same school that you're talking yeah, about? Exactly, yeah. What does it mean without walls? Because I believe the best education, not just I believe, also based on solid body of research, the best education happens outside the classroom. When you think about our students, most of them, they feel so lost. And that's the question I heard a lot, you know, from the parents, she's actually yeah. my target audience. So I mainly talk to yeah. the parents and uh, they frequently come to me telling me, Dr. I, my children have no idea what they want to do, even though they spend so much money investing in their children's education. They haven't learned that. So the problem, one compelling issue in our education is students are learning facts and information. But that's not where transformation is going to happen. Transformation happens through application. And oftentimes, hmm. application happens outside the classroom in real life environments, right? Challenges, situations, work situations, personal conflicts. And through those applications, that's where students gain a deeper understanding of the knowledge and internalize what they have learned in the traditional classroom environment. Through application, students will be able to internalize what they have learned in the traditional classroom. They will also be able to make sense of what they have learned. And through that application, that is where transformation happens. So mm -hmm. at Classroom Without Wars, we believe, me and the coaches, we believe the best education happens outside the classroom. And uh, so that, that is kind of why I call this. And also a big part of Classroom Without Wars is utilizing technology, digital devices to break mm -hmm. down the learning barriers and, you know, to literally break down the classroom. So, uh, for example, uh, when I got started on this journey, it was really because of social media. And I wanted to show my students in this day and age, they can leverage social media and creative technologies to learn from each other and from other professionals. So I launched uh, my very first uh, live streaming show about almost yeah. three years ago. And uh, so that show was really my desire to be a better teacher, to show my students how I'm, I am using technology to break down learning physical classroom walls. And uh, last week for that show, we had almost 70 people joined us live from 11 countries, people from the wow. US, from Australia, from the UK, and from Nigeria, from Jamaica, from Singapore, so many different countries. And to me, that is the future of learning. And to be able, I want to show that to our students, you know. So that is another uh, component of, you know, you asked me why I call this classroom without walls. So to really, yeah. one is the best education happens outside the classroom. The second one is to really utilize technology to accelerate learning, to break down 
physical wars. Did it already start or are you about to start the school itself? Where is it standing? Yeah, uh, already started. Where? My official starting date was uh, last year. So I brought a group of students from seven countries. Okay. We went to Singapore for an immersion. It was, uh, it was such a life-changing experience for the students and also for the parents who came and also for the speakers. We cried almost every single day. Tears of joy tears of pride, seeing the transformation in, in the children in front of our eyes. That was incredible. Literally how I have envisioned the classroom and that's how this immersion happened. And it was very emotional experience for me. And uh, who were these? Are they still learning at your school or it was one uh, time event? So that one, you know, talking about taking action, I am a advocate of taking action, you know, so many us, I think planning is important, but how much can you plan? At a certain point, you just have to take action. Okay. So I literally got the idea in, uh, in August to do an immersion as my official school, kind of my launching event. And the immersion happened in December. Oh. So from ideation to implementation and marketing, everything took me uh, four months. Okay. So for that uh, immersion in Singapore, it was a one-time event. But because I, I did take action, yeah. so all the students and parents, they were telling me they wanted more. And the immersion was actually 10 days, but everyone was saying it is too short. And I also noticed, you know, Going back to the traditional educational model, once the semester is over, learning stops. There's no hand-holding, there's no coaching. So I want to change that. Right now, I'm reprogramming yeah. my program. And uh, so this year, I will be launching uh, probably sometime in February. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm changing this from a 10-day immersion to a three-month coaching program. So the physical immersion will be a part of this three-month okay. program, but before the physical uh, in-person immersion, and we'll be taking online classes, online coaching, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and then halfway through that program, there, uh, there will be the immersion again in Singapore. And then after the immersion is over, we come back to our, you know, quotation marks, uh, classroom to debrief what we have learned and to do more hand-holding to help the students implement what they have learned and planned. So, now, one thing about my program, because it is small enough, I will be giving each student a personalized a career road map to success. So, and, um, so actually, a few months ago or a year ago, you became an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Have you been an entrepreneur before? So, or this was the... No, it was really... I, I don't even think... I kind of started my social media journey about five years ago. Yeah. Again, was hoping to become a better teacher mm. by practicing what I was teaching in the classroom. So that was my five years ago. That was my journey to become a, maybe a practitioner yeah. or freelancer. Yeah. 
So I think, you know, my official time to become an entrepreneur was really last year, last year in summer, after I gained this business idea to really start to run Classroom Without Walls as a business, as a startup company, and not just doing what I do as a freelancer. What would be your best advice to any entrepreneur? You know, this show is all about customer focus and how to be able to uh, attract customers and focus in your customer. And actually, that's what you are doing because you realized that there is something missing for these students. Yeah. And I want to ask you, what would be your best advice for, to any entrepreneur regarding their customer focus or customer approach? Yeah, I love this question. Hmm. My piece of advice is to really get to know your customers. And I made so many mistakes, right? Hmm. I felt like I knew the students. I felt like I knew the parents, but I was actually kind of wrong. So this year, I'm really making an effort to get to know my customers. What do they want? Kind of learning to remove myself from my business, not what I want, not what I think they want, <laughs> but really make an effort to talk to them. So right now I'm talking to parents, interviewing them regarding their top frustrations and concerns uh, regarding their children's future. And I'm learning so, so, so much mm. to the extent that I'm giving my own program a different name because the name I had, entrepreneurship immersion, I learned from parents, kind of those are the parents in my target audience. They don't really care if their children are an entrepreneur or not. Mm. But what they do want is life skill training. Mm. They were like, my children are not learning the important life skills from their school environment to help them to become uh, future ready. I don't really care if my kid is an entrepreneur or not, but I want them to be happy. I want them to have the important life skills. And I was like, wow, that is such hmm. an important lesson because I think entrepreneurship is very important because I'm an entrepreneur and I assumed that is what the parents wanted for their children. But boy, was <laughs> I wrong, right? So now I'm calling my program a different name. Now for the three months coaching, uh, it is going to be called Life Accelerator Program. Yeah, I will still be talking about, you know, mindset, and how to start to build your personal brand, all those things. But I'm calling this program very differently. I'm also adding important elements that I ignored, such as financial literacy. I have a large network. I don't know everything, hmm. but I'm going to tap into my network to bring in experts to teach the next generation financial literacy. And I can talk about digital storytelling. And they also wanted to learn more about emotional intelligence. As an advice, you're saying talking to your customers? Yes, exactly. Really talk to them, understand them, understand their pain points. What do they want? What are their desires? What are their hopes? You know, in my case, is their desires and hopes for their children and their pain points. Maybe you are in a different industry, but it is so, so, so important hmm. to talk to our customers. Don't make any assumption <laughs> and learn to remove yourself from your business. And even for something so simple as choosing our brand color, 
right? I, my brand right now is red color. And uh, that is because I chose it because it is my favorite color. <laughs> and now I'm doing research to learn that, wow, you know, red color is not an ideal color for, for, uh, for people doing businesses in education space. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really learning to remove myself from my business. I mean, this is something I'm really passionate about. But in terms of running this as a business, like choosing colors and names and outcomes, and we really have to talk to our customers to go into their brain, to go into their heart, to really discover, hey, tell me, what do you want? What are the problems? And how can I help you? Don't make any assumptions. That's right. I always say that in marketing, all we do know is that we don't know. We need to check. Exactly. Can you share with us the biggest or most critical failure that you had in this time of entrepreneurship as an entrepreneur? Uh, the one that affected most of your journey until now? Yeah, oh my God, quite a few. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. So <laughs> I, I think uh, the biggest one is really undercharging myself. And I came from an uh, education space. Uh, I I shared with you earlier, I taught in higher education for 10 plus years. You know, education is pretty much a service industry. So I never, I never felt comfortable talking about money or now I have to charge others for my service. Oh, that was very, Mm -hmm. very, very hard. That was very hard. So as a result of that personal mental block, yeah. And I, I frequently doing things for free, like uh, I, I say yes to every single person who have come to me. I over undercharge myself to the extent that such activities were hurting my business. Wow. And now I'm a solo entrepreneur. I need to run this as a business, right? My husband is very supportive, but I do need to bring income to the family. We have young children. Hmm. So I'm learning to really not undercharge myself anymore and to be able to tell people I don't want you to tap my brain and uh, book me you know this is how much I charge this is how I can help you and uh, to be okay with saying that and uh, I'm still working Hmm. on that and how would you say it as a failure because I can understand what you are learning but do you have any specific issue that you felt that it is your failure or you're saying that the failure was undercharge yourself that was definitely the, the failure was uh, undercharging myself in the sense that i'm working with people i don't really want to work with because i'm cheap hmm. or i'm missing recently i got booked uh for a speaking gig and i was like oh boy i definitely undercharged myself hmm. and uh, that was definitely a failure again i i think because i when I was developing my business, I was still working full time. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I, I still had, you know, every month I had income. Yeah. And that was a, a big uh, mental shift mm-hmm. from receiving like an income on a monthly basis to no income at all. And my only income is now based on how much I charge my clients, my own programs and some of the side hustles. That I do. And if I undercharge myself, it means that I'm hurting my business. Sure. And your family. 
Sure. And uh, if I can't charge myself, I have to declare bankruptcy. I cannot run this as a as a charity, sure. right? So like really start to see myself worth and charge people at a reasonable hmm. price. So that is kind of um, maybe like um, an ongoing hmm. thing that I need to work on myself, especially as a woman. Be confident, you know, this is how much, how much I need to charge. And be okay with that without feeling the urge to justify my price hmm. every single time, without feeling bad about it. Sure. Now I would like you to share with us your biggest success due to the right customer approach or something you did right with your customers at the time that you see yourself as an entrepreneur. So I have been hosting my live streaming show for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess the content I'm sharing is doing um, the marketing for me quite effectively. And I always have people regularly who approach to me and uh, come to me and to, for coaching services. And uh, to, uh, they booked me to do a host, to host a live streaming show for them. So I, I think, you know, understanding what you are good at Uh, clearly messaging and positioning your service in my case is being a live streaming host so that has really helped me attract the right audience to me especially those people in the education space they invite me to host a live streaming shows for them or talk about using technology to break down Uh, traditional uh, school and learning physical barriers. So, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. It's a great success. If this is a success that really affected your journey, it's great. Almost to the extent that I feel like I'm not even marketing this, but because my content is performing so well, hmm. uh, people just come to me. It's almost like effortlessly wow. manifestation or creation. I, I think that's it. That's a great state that as entrepreneurs, Definitely. That we want to come, right? We don't want always chase, you know, like, oh my God, there's one client, I need to chase the other one, always run after them. That is exhausting. And I don't think that's an ideal state that we want to achieve. And in my case, I put so much effort and thought into my hosting my show, my content creation, and the content I'm putting out is attracting the people to me the right people to me and almost effortlessly. And to me, that's a great success. It is. Because I don't, I don't really enjoy chasing after people all the time. I want them to come to me. The right people come to me. Sure. That's the right way. We are talking about attracting our customers and you are doing that um, like instantly. And it sounds fantastic. And uh, here's another quick story. I recently... just a books another uh, speaking slash consulting gig in India and this person has been like consuming my content specifically on LinkedIn for quite some time so he knew everything about me my content is doing the marketing for me authority building trust building community building for me and he just came to me and uh, we scheduled a chat and then the next day I got the money I got the contract it was amazing I was like wow I want more of that. Hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus, marketing, or sales that can help our listeners 
however i'm not looking for the last shiniest new tool in the endless list i'm looking for something that really works for you and might work for other entrepreneurs as well one thing that worked so well for me is yeah. video content video content and uh, i don't know i can also tell you specific tools you know i see i'm rush i use all of them but in terms of something that is free that all of us can use for me it is video content and because of the video content i shared you know i shared with you earlier and i yeah. got speaking gigs clients who just came to me without me reach out to them i also like i i work with adobe hubspot icm rush all those brands they all came to me because of the hmm. video content i put out on a regular I show up consistently and I have my own strategy. So in my case it's really leveraging video. It's cheap. It's not even cheap. It is free. free and free. Uh, producing video content and uh, also live streaming content and show up consistently and also make sure uh, the content is good. Not just hey look at me, but what you are communicating through video or live streaming video content. And because of the video that I shared, I gained all those amazing opportunities to work with Adobe, HubSpot, ICM Rush, this and that. And even for my immersion last year in Singapore, we visited HubSpot, Adobe, we almost visited uh, Microsoft, all those companies. And without my, my video content, I wouldn't be able to grow so much within a relatively uh, short period of time. Hmm. So if you are looking for some tools that is free, I highly recommend uh, producing uh, more video content, and especially live streaming. And it is such a great way to engage your customers, to co-create with them, to give them voice, to give them agency. I just love live streaming video content or video content. Fantastic. It's such an important uh, recommendation. We want to work with human beings. Even though you are mm -hmm. a brand, we want to see the human, the personality behind a logo. And what a better right. way than live video it is to humanize your brand. That's right. To humanize who you are. You know, that emotional connection, that human connection oh, makes a huge, huge, huge difference. Hmm, sounds terrific and I do agree with you. You know, there are many things that affect each, um, each of us' uh, successes. However, I believe that for each of us, there is one thing that really made it for them. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? Action. Taking action. Hmm. And nothing, there's nothing more powerful then taking action. Action has given me so much clarity and uh, on how I want to grow as an entrepreneur, how I want to build my school, and that has given me just so much. I really recommend everyone. You know, we all love planning. We all want to make sure everything is perfect. And I want to remind you that perfection does not exist. Hmm. And the only way for us to move closer to perfection is taking action. 
And whatever you want to do, start taking action, experimenting with things. And can you imagine planning and planning and planning and perfecting your plan so much? And then you launched this thing and then you discovered that is not what your customers want. What hmm. a disaster, right? right? Take small action, validating your idea, sharing your idea, taking baby steps. I share with you my immersion. I only give myself four months from right. ideation, right. implementation. It, it was kind of a rush. Hmm. But at the same time, I gained so much clarity. I have a list of things that I want to improve this year. But I wouldn't be able to develop this list without taking action in the very first place. That's so action is our best teacher. Hmm. I mean... You can learn so much from reading a book and or listening to a podcast. But if you never implement anything that you learn from this podcast interview, from the book you just read, from the course you just took with the influencer, nothing will happen in your business. Hmm. Nothing. That's right. And start taking action. Even though you may not get to that perfection level, it will help you make progress. Sure. And my final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners know already, I always imagine this journey in the mind of our customer, building this know, like, and trust, building the awareness for a new thing, and then the brand as climbing a mountain. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climb the mountain or wish to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? And uh, usually I mean a physical mountain, but you can take it to the metaphor as well. Yeah, I love what a creative, interesting question. <laughs> and I think where I am right now, I'm actually building a mountain and climbing this mountain at the same time. Literally, <laughs> wow. like building this and figuring out ways to climb this mountain. And this mountain to me is a solution to solve many of the educational problems to create a better school for the next generation. Where they come, they will develop the essential skills for them to become a future ready. They come, they love learning. And uh, they will also uh, embody this fact of lifelong learning and learning doesn't only happen in the classroom. So this is my huge mountain. It's my huge mountain. <laughs> building this it mountain, is. climbing this mountain. And as I'm building and climbing this mountain, I want to gather tools. Uh, in my case, like people, like a, a team <laughs> of people who are passionate about this. I, I love it so much because um, this is the first time that somebody is saying, I'm actually building my mountain and climbing at the same time. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's because what I see what I'm doing is not something that is there yet. So literally, like, I don't even know what is the best case scenario because I don't see many other people doing this. What I'm doing, it is so new. So there's really no mountain for me to climb. I'm building my own mountain and climbing this, this mountain. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. I, before we say goodbye, I just want to ask you, what is the best way to connect with you, 
for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Yeah, I, uh, there are quite a few ways. Uh, you can follow me on social media. Nowadays, I'm mostly active on LinkedIn. And, but you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Hmm. My username is the same, which is my name. Very confusing, very long, which is A-I-A-D-D-Y-S-O-N-Z-H-A-N-G. So use that and you can find me on, on all the social media platforms, including TikTok. So another way, which is a better way to connect with me on social media, you can really grab my attention, is to join me on my uh, live streaming shows. I host two shows. Uh, one focuses on social media marketing, and uh, that show is on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, U.S. time zone. Yeah. And that show I have been hosting for almost three years. So for all of my shows, I go live simultaneously on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Periscope, and on YouTube. At the same time? At the same time. And uh, you can join me however, whichever channel that you prefer. Most of my audience join me live on Periscope, and LinkedIn, and Facebook. Wow. And my second show is actually inspired by my interview with Seth Golden. And that one is on every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, U.S. time zone. So that show is called What is School For? So on the show, we interview teachers, parents, entrepreneurs, startup founders. We discuss, debate, and disrupt education. So that show is on every Friday. I just launched that show last year in October. And I'm having so much fun with that show. And again, the show is already generating me warm leads, people who are passionate about my kind of new way of teaching and learning. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And uh, we will have all the links to um, your certain media profiles, but also to the live streaming shows that people can find you and listen to you and join you. And I'm going to join you as well, of course. And I, I would like to thank you so much. It was a very, very special, unique, different conversation. And I enjoyed every minute of that. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I hope I offered something that is useful to your audience to grow their business and to have better relationship uh, with customers. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.